1: Today's Below the Belt is brought to you by the Kratom experts at Super Speciosa. I can't get enough of it. I swear by it. The problem is so many fans that me, dude, what Kratom do you use? What do you take? I take this. I, th- I don't know these other companies. So that's why I asked Super Speciosa to be part of this podcast because you can trust their Kratom. You can trust their product. Super Speciosa makes it pure. It's safe. The others, I don't know. If you're messing with any others, I can't help you. Go to get Superleaf.com slash BTB. That's get Superleaf. L E A F dot slash BTB. Enter promo code BTB for 20% That's get superleaf.com slash BTB. Promo code BTB.
2: Traded football for some fight gear, then got punched right in, the right in the face. Woke up with a baby.
0: Puke all over the place. Baby but I keep the ground baby. with teeth, I, K This is the best I've ever felt. Started to
2: So right this makeup on my face
3: begins to melt, it's time to go below the
1: belt. Yeah, things are great, man. Things are fantastic. It is Monday morning, a little bit of a later start because your boy was getting swole at Zoo Culture Gym. My friends didn't show up, so I was solo bunny, solo bunny, solo buns. I don't think I posted anything of it, Jen. Alrighty. I don't think I post anything. I post some IG story. They have this cool saying on their wall. It says, uh, run with us or run from us. Ooh, look at us. Cuties in Spokane. (laughs) What's that, me on Spring Spring Break break in Miami? (laughs) 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 Oh, man. Yeah, there it is. Run with us or run run from from us. us. Yes, sir, get my swole on, get my strength back, holla, 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 holla. mix that in with the biking, your boy's going to look like a thick-ass Lance Armstrong. We'll see, man, it's all about diet, isn't it? It's all about diet. Um, Yeah, man, a lot of stuff going on, I'll announce it once it drops or once we get it uh, signed on paper, but a lot of good news coming from below the belt and everything else I'm associated with um fresh off the plane from spokane washington shout out to spokane great shows i think seven sold out shows they want to add 12 they wanted to do 12 but your boy's losing his voice so i could not do it and the mic was low so i was yelling the whole time and uh i was about to lose my voice so a lot of tea a lot of honey so i can continue to do the podcast you can't be missing shows and podcasts because your voice is going out that's not fun I'm in Miami this week, Miami, Florida, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, one show Thursday, two shows Friday, two shows Saturday. I have uh, my boy Lewis, my boy Ricky Cruz, Chappelle will be on the show. Just a monster, monster lineup for you guys in Miami, Florida this week, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Don't worry about the curfews or the spring breakers. We're not in South Beach, so you don't have to worry about that. You do not have to worry about that. Um, also this week, uh Ben Askren Food Truck Diaries drops. One of my faves. I love Ben Askren, big fan of him, been a big fan for a long time. And it's been a long time coming. Me and him uh connecting, getting together on Food Truck Diaries, and we made it happen and it drops this Thursday at nine AM, kids. Obviously he's fighting Jake Paul and uh I lay out the reasons why I think he's gonna win that fight and i was also willing to bet like dana was but uh sounds like that's just uh talk i don't think anyone's really trying to throw that money down which is news to me which is news to me there was uh fights this past weekend watched the majority of them in the green room from a four-inch screen on my phone that's somehow on the tv in the back the main card was in the back the prelims i watched on my cell phone um you know, obviously, the the main kind of gossip around the water cooler is Derek Brunson versus Kevin Holland. And I tweeted out um, going into the fight that Kevin Holland is the most entertaining man in the UFC, which I stick by that. I stick by that, but it's not. It's only it's only entertaining if he's winning, right? Like do, do everything, the antics that he does only works if he's winning. And um, I didn't know this, but apparently, he was on Rogan. And on JRE and mentioned that he doesn't train wrestling. Yeah, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Um, if that is the case or, you know, if you're just talking shit, trying to be funny like he always is, his, his ceiling is so low because you're going to get through the guys that you've gotten through with no wrestling. Obviously, Jock Ray got him down. And he knocked him out um, from guard. But outside of that, and that's an old Jock Ray. Jock Ray is 900 years old. But outside that, you're getting a certain level where these top 10, top 12, even really most guys in top 15, once they find out that you're that uh, deficient in wrestling, you're fucked, man. You're fucked. So as much as I love Kevin Holland, um, it could be a dicey road. And this is the UFC in a nutshell. We are watching the green room. And, you know, Malik and Justin and Stevie don't know UFC that well, but they like Kevin Holland. Like, oh, I like this guy. Kevin Holland is basically Malik if he's a UFC fighter. So, you know, skinny legs, you know, no wrestling, very similar. Same personality, loud, talks a lot, funny. So uh, Malik goes, what do you think is going to happen? I go, well, if if he has no wrestling, he's just going to get taken down for five rounds. It's not going to be an exciting fight. Remember, I told y'all, y'all must have forgot. Last week, I said... Kevin Holland's going to struggle in wrestling. Derek Brunson's keep taking him down unless he lands that mystery, you know, punch from the bottom or a knee or something like that. Derek Brunson can win via decision. You're welcome. You won money. Um, that you know, that's not hating on Kevin Holland, but Derek Brunson's been in there with some monsters. You know, he's on a winning streak and he can kind of do it all. He's seen it all, man. Kevin Holland's so deficient in wrestling that um, again, his ceiling's so low. You just, you, you can't go that many places if, if you're if you're just that bad at wrestling. You just can't, especially in the middleweight division. Everyone's good at everything there, especially in the top 15. So where it gets dicey, and after he lost that fight, Malik and Justin go, so what's the UFC do with him now? They just toss him into the striker because all he knows is strike. If they want to invest in Kevin Holland, they could pick and choose fights for him that he would be a favorable matchup. I don't think they're going to do that. you know. I th- if you saw the reaction from Dana White, there's video online of him being like, I can't watch this anymore, and he gets up and walks out, I think during the third or fourth round. Um, so if the UFC wants to invest in Kevin Holland, which it doesn't sound like they want to, and remember, the only reason he got a shot is because he was a la- last-minute replacement coming off the Contender Series. They call him the mouth. You know, That's what Dana calls him, is the mouth. So he got a shot. They didn't think he'd go on this win streak. He did. Obviously, he was the fighter of the year last year, being so active. Him or Hamzat. But you could probably go with Kevin because he stayed more active. So, you know, if the UFC wants to play ball and invest in Kevin Holland, they're gonna give him some favorable matchups. If they don't, this is how Kevin Holland's story ends. If they don't, you know, the guy's ranked, I think, 11 now. who drop after his loss to Derek Brunson, still be in the top 15. Maybe they have him at 14 or 15. Do they, have they updated the rankings? Um, Did they just completely take him out of the rankings? I don't see him. Let me refresh.
2: Brunson's at 7.
1: Brunson's at 7. Yeah, I don't see him. Now. And he's out of there.
2: Yeah. Oh, so, never mind, 10. He's in.
1: He's at 10? Yeah, 10. Well, he won't be. I think they update him on Tuesday. So I would assume he drops to like 13 or 14. So you know, his 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 uh, trajectory could end like this. If the UFC's in the game of Kevin Holland, they can give him someone like Brad Tavares or Edmund, you know, Edmund would be a great matchup for him. Um, Edmund would be a great matchup for him, a, a kid who who wants to strike with him and, and fancy himself a striker. Brad also, Brad can wrestle, but fancies himself a brawler. So either one of those two would be a fun matchup for him. I think Edmund's probably the way to go coming off a loss. Especially, they both lost to Brunson, so Edmund makes the most uh, sense there. I actually love that fight.
2: Um, Edmund's booked right now, but yeah. Who's Edmund I fighting? It. I have it here somewhere. Did they just announce it? Yeah. Okay. Very brand new. Jack Hermanson.
1: Jesus.
2: I know. They're not doing many favors, are they?
1: Uh, I actually like Edmund in that fight. mm but still they're not doing many favors, especially after loss to Jeff Brunson. That's the UFC though, man. You know, if, if they if you're Conor McGregor and you pull huge numbers and give you favorable matchups, but if not, you're kind of at the mercy of the fucking talent pool. So you're in the UFC. You gotta be able to beat everybody. But again, the point is about Kevin Holland, it could end like this. Let's say they give Marmari uh that monster at number 13 who can wrestle his ass off. Or they give him Chris Wideman, a guy who can wrestle his ass off. Um, it just you know, you look at 0 and 2, and the talking's not cute anymore, you know, it turns people off. So, th- we're gonna see what they think of Kevin Holland. We really well Now, if they if they want to do him solids, there's guys, there's fun matchups. Uriah Hall would be fun, he's obviously not gonna take him down. Uh, Edmund would be a great one, even though he has a matchup. Brad Tavares would be a fun one, even though he can wrestle. But outside that, man, he ain't beating anybody, he's just not. He's just not. And it's sad to see. It's sad to see, man. Um, you know, and for Brunson, he he just did what he had to do, you know. I and I don't even think he was on that night. He looked a little off, got tired, got really tired. But with his skill set, he could be out of C and still beat Kevin Holland. Well, that's the case. You ain't beating anybody in the top ten, my man. But still, he's one of the most entertaining guys, dancing. Everybody's his friend, he's talking to Khabib. Mm-hmm. I like it because it's different, but I like it when he's winning. When you start to lose, you know, we've seen this with Conor McGregor. We've seen this with other – Darren Till. These guys who talk all this shit, and we're like, yeah, this is fun. Good or bad, people are paying attention. But when you start to lose, it's just not cute. Kobe Covington, you know, another guy when he he loses, you just get a bunch of shit. Ben Askren, you know. So it's just going to depend what the UFC wants to do with him. It really is, man. Because he could be, you know – they give him a horrible matchup he gets a straight wrestler loses to him via decision again a boring decision so he's 0 2 they give him one more loses that one then you're out man then you're you know fighting fucking overseas and the american audience is gonna forget about you so they the, gotta play it careful there but outside that there's that main event was shit but outside that you know uh max griffin looked phenomenal absolutely fucking phenomenal he's a monster um and then our boy Ty Tuivasa got it done. Mm-hmm. That punch behind the air, that equilibrium punch, fucking rocked your boy Harry Hunsucker. Harry Hunsucker, in and out. Shout out to Ty Tuivasa. got it done 49 seconds. Undercard was solid. Really solid. But, uh, yeah, not a, not a fucking you know, great card. It is what it is. This weekend's a little different. Obviously, there's been some shakeup in the co event with... Uh, my boy Brian Ortega versus uh, Alex Volkanovsky. That fight is off due to Alex Volkanovsky's. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's his cornerman who he got uh, it. has the issue. Alex. He, so here's the thing with Alex you know how strict they are in Australia and New Zealand, and all that shit. So he tests negative in Australia, mm-hmm. tested negative when he got to the center, then tested positive uh, a, a third time or some shit like that. The issue with this is there's so many false positives. I don't know why you don't test them again today just to make sure before you call the fight off. Because mm. there's so many p- false positives out there. So many. Um, but that's not what they want to do. So here's Volkanovski. so devastated to share that I've tested positive for COVID 19. My fight is off, will be rescheduled. Now, think about this Homeboy, depending on when they reschedule it, now Homeboy has to quarantine for how many days. Go back to Australia, quarantine there, then do a camp again, and then test all over and come back out here. It's a nightmare for these guys.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: I tested negative, leaving Australia, negative before entering the UFC bubble, but my latest test was positive. We've worked so hard getting ready for this fight, and I'm absolutely gutted that this happened. We followed every policy and pro- uh, process to remain COVID-free, but who's that meant to be at this time? Also, it could be a false positive, Bubba. Thanks to everyone here in the States for your support since arriving, to everyone back at home around the world for your positive message to my fans. I'm certain I'll be bouncing back strong. Yeah, it's just a fucking shame. You have to do all this quarantine, and it's a nightmare, man, for those guys. And that was probably that. that was one of the most excited I was for the fights because also my boy uh, Gillespie was off the card too, right? Mm-hmm. For This card. For this card. And that was one of my favorite fights. Yeah. That was my favorite fight on this card. So COVID strikes again. It's not over, kids. It is not over. Just ask Miami. Spring Breakers. Let me see the card this weekend. Mm-hmm. Much better card. Stipe Francis 2. Sign me the fuck up. Take my money. Woodley versus uh, Vasante Luque. Hell yeah. Sean O'Malley making return after his loss to Chito Vera. Tom Salmita, not the easiest fight for him. Kama Worthy, okay. Alonzo Menfield, hell yeah. I love watching him fight. Jessica Pena back in action. Uh, Khabib's cousin, right? Not his brother's cousin versus Jared Gooden. That's a great fight. Um, Shane Young, never mad at him. Yeah, it's a fucking solid card, man. Let's take a little break from the fisticuffs because today's Below the Belt is brought to you by the Kratom experts at Super Speciosa. That's right. The Kratom game is the Wild West, and you know me, you know Chin. We stay on Kratom. Anything I'm doing, podcast, stand-up, TV, I am soaked in Kratom, man. I swallow the pills. I can't get enough of it. I swear by it. The problem is so many fans ask me, dude, what Kratom do you use? What do you take? I take this. I, th- I don't know these other companies. So that's why I asked Super Speciosa to be part of this podcast because you can trust their Kratom, you can trust their product because it's pure. The way kratom's supposed to be, the way nature intend to be, Super Speciosa makes it pure. It's safe. The others, I don't know. If you're messing with any others, I can't help you. So if you want to try the best Kratom on the planet, if you feel like you need a little boost, if you feel like you're a little foggy, Kratom is perfect for you, and they're giving you guys 20% off, so now's the time to try it. If you never tried it, I swear by it. Go to GetSuperLeaf.com slash BTB. That's GetSuperLeaf, L-E-A-F dot slash BTB. Enter promo code BTB for 20% off. That's GetSuperLeaf.com slash BTB, promo code BTB. Hey, man, I'm on tour nonstop. I'll tell you what, those other delivery services ain't popping. They take hours to get your food. Then one of my boys, I think it was Malik, was like, dude, try DoorDash. I bet they can get there faster. Yeah, they did. It got there in 30 freaking minutes, straight to the green room. I heard Chipotle. They got it done. Shout out to DoorDash. I will never use another company again. I love DoorDash. Whatever you need, Chinese. Pizza, Froyo, there's something for everyone at DoorDash, all right? DoorDash connects you with the restaurants you love right now, right to your door. You can even get essentials like groceries, stuff, you know, toothpaste, whatever, deodorant. It doesn't have to be just food. They cover it all with over 300,000 partners in the U.S., Puerto Rico, Canada, and Australia. You can support your neighborhood go-tos or choose from your favorite national restaurants like Popeye's, Chipotle, Cheesecake Factory, and for limited time, you guys can get twenty five percent off and zero delivery fees on your first order of fifteen dollars or more when you download the DoorDash app. Enter the code B T B. That's twenty five percent off and up to ten dollar value and zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app uh, at the App Store. Enter the code B T B. Don't forget that's code B T B for twenty five percent off your first order with DoorDash. So UFC 260 this Saturday, main event, Stipe versus Francis. Listen, I'm bummed about Volkanovski and Ortega, but the fight still holds up. Even if it was just Stipe and Francis, I would pay for this. Uh, but you have some fun ones. Now your co-main events, Woodley versus uh, Vin- Vasante Luque, Sean O'Malley, Tom Amida All right. All right. I'll pay for it. You can have my money. Uh, I'll be watching the green room in Miami. Uh, hopefully, I definitely see most of the main card. Um let's talk about it. You got Steve Bay versus Francis. I know Steve is a slight dog. I think he's at plus one ten or plus one oh five. What's really he at, fresh. Chin? Plus
2: Plus one ten versus minus one
1: thirty Yeah, minus one thirty plus one ten. Um he there's just no respect ever his entire career, <laughs> just zero from anybody in any facet in this entire MMA world. For whatever reason, Bay gets no respect. I, I think what's interesting here, if you click on Francis for me, uh, and go to his record, you know, everyone goes, Francis completely different fighter. since last time he fought Stipe. Um, you know, obviously, he lost Stipe straight up. Then the loss uh, to Derek Lewis, which is one of the worst fights in UFC history, especially with those two's track record. And then since then, you know, uh, Curtis Blades. And let me see the round. So he goes Curtis Blades, right? First round, forty five seconds. Then Cain Velasquez uh, took him twenty six seconds, and then jurando Santos uh, took him a minute. And then uh, Rosenstruck, where he just straight Bart Simpson and windmill punched, missed a bunch of punches and hit him, was 20 seconds. So, this narrative of France is completely different fighter. He's so much better. Yeah. How so? Yeah. In which way? Well, you know, I think mentally he's stronger. He's working on his wrestling and he's a better fighter. Yeah. Which fight proved that? Because the longest fight he's had since the horrible outing of Derek Lewis, which was fifteen or was that tw- yeah, fifteen minutes of complete shit, he's gone. The longest he's gone is a minute eleven. Where are you getting your facts from? In what sense has he gotten better? In what sense do you think it's gonna be a different Francis against Steve Bay? Well, his wrestling's a lot better. His mentality. Oh, yeah? In what way? I'd love to see it. Well, they say in training. Ah, doesn't count. Well, they say, you know, he's at Extreme Coutures. He's in Vegas. I don't give a flying fuck how his training's going. I go based off what happens when the lights are on, the camera's on, and fans are watching, and Scrooge McDuck's in cage side, and there's three judges, and there's a referee. I'm going based off that. I'm going based off real game time. And in real game time there is no evidence he is any different. If anything, he looked worse his last out against Rosenstruck. Now, do I think he's going to win? I don't know, man. I don't know. Because the one thing we do know is Stipe's gotten a lot older since they fought three years ago. They fought January on 2018. I was, that was the last UFC fight I've ever been to. It was in Boston. I was doing the Wilbur Theater. It was a great night. Rogan opened up for me. Then we came out and did a Q&A. And then I watched Bay beat the shit out of Francis Ngannou that Saturday night. So this narrative of he's a completely different fighter, and I know the media wants to portray that and make it seem like he's a different dude. I, I would love to hear the case for it. I, I would, I'm, I'm all ears, man. Because they're in what sense? Again, starts Curtis Blades in 45 seconds. Again, if he hits you, you're going fucking out. Now, here's where it gets a little dicey when we're talking about Francis and Stipe. If Francis lands the same shots that he landed against Stipe in the first fight, that fight's going to end. Stipe can't fight like that. But I think Stipe's learned. And you, uh, you tell me Stipe hasn't had more impressive wins since that fight? Click on bay for me, Chin. Obviously, he's, he's had the two fights with DC, who he beat, who's a pretty good fucking wrestler. So he beat Francis, then he lost to DC, which I think that DC lost, which was not that far after the Francis Gatto fight, where he took so, so serious shots to the face from the hardest puncher the UFC's ever seen and got the win. Um, I think the DC knockout was a result of that. I think he was still concussed. I think there was still uh, residue remaining issues from that fight and got knocked out, got knocked out with a shy didn't see coming in the clinch. Therefore, he lost that fight, lost his belt. But then look what happens when he rematched DC. Beat him twice. Pretty convincingly. Beat him twice. So, you know, since Francis, all Steve done is fight Daniel Cormier. He's also kind of at the end of his career. You know, t- towards the tail end of his career. And that's always the knock on Stipe when you want to say he's the best uh, heavyweight of all time. You know, they're saying, oh, he's fighting these guys that are at the tail end of his career. I guess DC's pretty fucking good, man. You tell me that DC want to beat Francis? I think you would. You know, that Junior of Santos that he faced, that Alster Overing, Fabricio, Orlovsky, Mark Hunt, uh, the fight against JT- JDS. I, the, the only alarming thing is when you see I have buddies who are balls deep in the game, you guys would know him, they go, hey, have you seen Stipe in his interviews? So no, I don't really watch those interviews. They're boring as shit. Let me guess. He thinks he's going to win? And they said, well, it's just, do you think it's a issue of CT from all the years of fighting, the punishment he's taken you know, in the JDS fight? Uh, he took punishment in the DC fights. And then also, uh, obviously, the Francis fights, he's taken some uh, trauma as well. Do you think uh, CT's ran in its head? And I don't know because he, he talks like Clint Eastwood. When when he talks, he's like, Yeah, yeah I think I went to the line and, you know, he's yeah, yeah, a tough guy. So he just, that's how he talks. You know, I've I've him as a training partner of mine since his first fight in the UFC. Me and him used to fucking go at it, man. He's always been like that. So I don't know. I don't know if it's CT or if it's just the Clint Eastwood sy- syndrome. <clears throat> it's just what he does. <laughs> I don't know I know he's getting older I know he's had some injuries so when you look at this fight there's just so many variables where if you're gonna bet on it it's so scary to bet on but I think your safest bet is betting on the over under it's one and a half rounds so if this fight is under two rounds who do you think wins Francis if you think it goes past two rounds who do you think wins? Stipe, that's what you're betting That's what this comes down to. So if you want to get rid of some of those X factors and those unknowns, is Francis a better fighter, has age caught up with Stipe finally, bet on the over-under, man, of one and a half rounds. Because I would be willing to bet a good amount of money. If Stipe doesn't get knocked out in the first round, if this goes in the second, third, fourth, and fifth round, that means he's found a way to avoid those huge fucking fists, those African fists, and he's landing takedowns, he's making a dirty fucking fight, and he's beating Francis up, and he's going to drag him in the later rounds. Because if this goes out of the first round, Stipe's win this fight. Francis ain't knocking him out in the second, third, fourth, or fifth. If you're a Francis fan, you got to hope he gets it done that first round. Because the one thing about Stipe, we know he, is he great? Is he the best at anything in the heavyweight division? Nope. Nope. Is he the best striker? No. Best kicker? No. Best wrestler? Nope. Best jujitsu practitioner, nope. Best Muay Thai, nope. Best boxer, nope. But he does everything well enough with his mindset. he's He is the champion mindset, and that's what makes Steve Bay great, is that mindset, man, the work ethic. Because if you're going to go mindset versus mindset, Steve Bay is the greatest of all time, him or Kane. But then sometimes the body doesn't hold up. So we just got to wonder, is Steve Bay's body going to hold up? Because that champion mindset and that champion heart – We'll beat Francis 100 out of 100 times. Because when the going gets tough, my money's on Bay. Now, sometimes you fight a fucking dude from Africa who hits like a Mack truck, and it doesn't matter what mindset you're in. So if you're on that side, you're going to bet on Francis. I'm just not willing to jump on the Francis train saying he's this completely different fighter, and his wrestling's better, and his mindset's better. I don't fucking know, and neither do you guys. Because it we haven't seen that. So that narrative does not work for me because we you're telling me the technique he used in the Rosenstruck fight, prove that he's gotten better. That's a—that's—that's that's the last hard evidence we have. I would love to, for anybody that says France is a completely changed fighter to watch that fight and say he's better because to me, he's worse. Now, is that just a case? He doesn't respect Rosenstruck and was just like, fuck this dude. I'm going to throw caution in the wind and knock this dude out. I'll trade one for one. Maybe, just a lack of respect so we didn't see much from it. But that's all we have, man. And I'm not willing to bet on that. It's 2021, man. And thank God mental health is finally a thing. We're finally figuring out. So don't be a dinosaur. Get your mental game right. Get help. Don't talk to just your friends. Don't talk to your hairdresser. Don't talk to just anyone at the bar. Get professional counseling online. You don't have to go in person. You can do it on phone. You can do it video. You can start talking with a therapist in under 48 hours. Join the millions of people who are seeing what therapy is really about. See if it's for you. I think it is because you're your greatest asset. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. And below the belt, listeners get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com belt. That's betterhelp.com slash belt. Oh snaps, kids. UFC 260 is this Saturday. Stipe versus Francis. The rematch we've been waiting for. There's so many X factors, but guess what? One thing I can promise, you can make bank. If you know what's going on at UFC 260, there's plenty to bet on at DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of the UFC. It's putting you right in the center of the action with a special odds boost for all the the below-the-belt listeners. Here's my picks for this week, all right? You got Luke, Sean O'Malley, and Francis Ngannou to win their fights. So right now, if you head to the app, find the Brennan Shop's picks under the odds boost tab. doesn't matter if you're new or existing customer bet on it. So all three Francis Sean O'Malley and Vicente Luque have to win their fights in order for you to win your money, but they boost the odds. All right. You bet on it, get your boosted odds and ride along with me. Don't forget. There will be tons of college basketball it's March smarts managed to bet on as well. But if you want to get on a my special parlay the three-man parlay i think these boys are going to get it done it boosts your odds if you're a francis fan this is your best bet all new users can download the top-rated DraftKings sportsbook app now use my promo code btb when you sign up bet on my parlay of the fighters win saturday that's luke a, that's uh sean o'malley and francis all right for ufc 260 take advantage of my special odds boost that's promo code btb only at DraftKings sportsbook must be 21 and older, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Indiana, Michigan, or Virginia only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT or in Virginia, 888-532-3500. is a smart fighter, championship heart, championship mindset. If he can avoid the knockout in the early rounds, one and two, he should win this fight. As a plus 110 underdog. Never gets into respect. X factors are, going into that, can he win the fight? Age, concussions, is CT in its head? How's he going to look? He's fighting to Francis who's younger, hits harder, but hasn't been active. Last few fights haven't been great. You know, He just starches guys so we don't know much about him. Now Francis is a changed guy and his wrestling's better, his mindset's better, and his striking's crisper. He should fucking starch deep at this point. Starch him. Highlight real knockout. Like you did against Alistair over him. Starch him. We're going to find out. I should help you guys bet though. I like the over unders. If you're huge on Francis, then you're taking that under. If you're big on CBA, you're taking that over. The co-main event, Woodley, Vicente Luque, tough fucking fight for Woodley. Woodley hasn't won a round in years. In years, and he's one of my favorite fucking fighters. But it's all about timing, you know? And Woodley has one foot in, one foot out. Some guys have done it. What's alarming about Woodley is, you know, he hasn't won around in fucking forever. And what bothers me is he'll be against the cage and he keeps looking at the clock. What the fuck, dude? What the fuck? It's just not a winner's mentality. He never did that when he was champion or when he's starching guys or trying to ascend to being a world champion he never ever did that now he does that's alarming the cinta luke is a fucking nightmare and woodley's an underdog for a reason yeah sean o'malley versus thomas amita not the easiest fight for sean o'malley especially coming off that cheeto vera drama with his fucking leg you know so uh sean o'malley is a pretty f- favorable uh favorite here for a reason, and uh, hopefully Sean O'Malley's confidence isn't wavered at all coming off the Cheeto Vera fight. My issue with Sean O'Malley is if his confidence isn't there, it's going to be a nightmare because one of the things that makes Sean O'Malley so special is his confidence and his swag. When that goes out the window like it did with Connor against Poirier, it's not fun to watch. And Thomas Almeida can really do some damage if you give him an opening. But Sean O'Malley is the favorite for a reason. I think he gets it done, that being said. Main card's good, man. Main card's fucking solid. That Steve Avers Francis to me is so interesting. The Woodley-Vicente Luque, not that interesting to me. Obviously, Woodley really doesn't want to be there. The guy who keeps looking at a clock. It's kind of like when you think back on that Kevin Holland fight and Derek Brunson, what was so alarming in that fight to me, obviously his antics and he's talking, that's whatever. Kevin Holland's going to Kevin Holland. That's what he does, and I find that entertaining. What's so alarming to me is he's a black belt under Travis Luter, is when Derek Brunson's on top of you, and Derek Brunson's damn near impossible to submit. He's been in there with everybody. But when he's on top of you in your guard and you triangle your legs, just for the viewers out there who aren't balls deep in jiu-jitsu or MMA, when a fighter triangles his legs, that means you're content with being on the bottom and you're content with where you're at right now. Because when your legs are triangled, you can't shrimp out, you can't improve your position, you can't get feet to the hip, you can't stand up. You're gonna, you're you're basically saying, I'm cool with this position. I'm fine with it. Let's stay here. Go ahead and pound my face in. Or let me just wrist control. You throw some elbows, they land, but I'm fine with this. There's no sense of urgency. In that entire fight, there was no sense of urgency that he wanted to win that fight. Now Dana thinks. Oh, the pressure got to him or something. I don't know if the pressure got to him. I think that that's what Kevin Holland does. He views this not as a job, but as a fun activity, and he can't believe he's getting paid for it, and he's made it this far doing these antics. But again, eventually you're going to come meet somebody who's talented enough where this is not going to fly, and that's what happened. So I think he's going to learn from it and realize, oh, I can't just stay on bottom and hope I get to the next round knock him out before I get taken down because you're going to win one, lose four, dude and the UFC's not going to keep you around. That, bo- that sense of urgency bothered me. and That reminded me of Woodley, his sense of urgency when he's against the cage with Usman and these other guys, and he's just sitting. There's no sense of urgency to win the fight, and you're there to win the fucking fight. That's so alarming if you're a Woodley fan. That's so alarming if you're a fucking uh, Kevin Holland fan. It's just it's not good, man. It's not good. But these fights are good. These fights are good. There's some, some X factors of that main event. And and with the Sean O'Malley fight. There's some real big X factors. So depending on how you feel and the cases that I laid out for you guys, bet accordingly. What do you got, Jin? All right. Who Talk do you Stipe's. have, Jin? Steve and Francis?
2: I'm up in the air, but
1: I think everyone's so over the like I was in Cleveland shit, yeah, last week. Mm-hmm. And fans come up to me and go, dude, Steve Francis, who you got? And I was like, Well, I'm in Cleveland, so I'll take Steve And they were like, I don't know,
2: man. Yeah. I mean, dude, they're like, see, I don't
1: know. Have you seen him talk lately? I'm like, I just think he's like Clint Eastwood. I just think, you know, I know everyone wants to throw CT real quick at everybody these days. I just think he's like Clint Eastwood. I think
2: there's a little bit of brain trauma there. Clint Eastwood. Yeah. We talked about him before. He's like, right, I just dude. didn't know if, he's, if that's the way he talks or not.
1: I mean, it's slurred maybe a little bit. Maybe a little bit more, but yeah. Do we Pull up on his recent interview. I, like, I don't watch interviews. They, you, <clears throat> no one gets anything out of him. Unless it's a certain guy like Izzy or Jones or something like that. But most guys, you don't get anything out of them.
2: Mm -hmm. I'm going to win this (laughs) fight. Not that Uh, one. One month? Yeah. Yeah, Take it. let's do that. Okay. Who's this interview with? Not sure. Let's play. Is it CTE
1: or not? A, come on down. He's like, hey, dude, listen, I want to help you
3: with Christmas. Sorry, hold on. Oh, yeah. Hey. Do <laughs> oh, we'll yeah, yeah, you, want to, I'm interview, no, you yeah. did say do you <laughs> want to kill some
2: shit? Do
3: you want to play Call of Duty? Oh, Call of Duty! <laughs>
2: you want
3: to go kill some shit? <sighs> hey, Mio, thanks for having me. What do I even owe the pleasure of you being on this show? I mean, we booked you for the show, and I thought that someone was like, okay, before regular fight camp, home, and I'm getting yelled at by the wife because I did something wrong or I broke something in the house or you know, training for a fight. Uh, no, I, I do. You know, I'm a, I'm a lighter heavyweight, so I don't. He Sounds
2: better here. <laughs> he sounds fine. Yeah, Keep going.
3: Not to, you know, be so strict. I do eat healthy. I, I do watch what I eat. But listen, I'm uh, listen. I'm human. I like to enjoy a few things.
0: Hell
3: yeah, I like that. All the ways of He's a super tough guy. You know, he's he's been knocking everyone out again, and he's on a tear. And uh, fortunately, he's got to fight me again. You know, that's that's the bad part. Um, you know, he's definitely gotten better, but so have I. You know, I'm know I'm getting older, but I'm. Um, gotten wiser and you know i'm learning a few new tricks on my sleeve you know like you can't teach an old dog new do tricks which is a lie i feel like i've, I've learned a lot ever since that last a little week, slurring
2: uh, maybe yeah. it sounds like you're just in a hurry yeah so when he does take his time it's better yeah i mean yeah i, I, don't, I don't
1: see a case for ct there it's just steep baby and steep it's
2: a bit of the clint eastwood thing and this is renee paquette
1: scroll down mm-hmm. Twelve thousand views come on people that's a fucking heavyweight champ He's always disrespected, dude. God damn, it's insulting. I know. Yeah, I don't see it
2: there. I wonder what what interview they're referring to. Um, there were interviews I heard where he sounded like just even on his Instagram when you talk. Go to his Instagram. Okay. <laughs> we're playing. Is it CT or not? Oh my gosh,
1: I just I don't see it, man. I I don't know.
2: Is it a story or something oh, like some is. of these. Let me see.
3: What's up, guys? Here to talk about UFC 257. Um, talk about the main event: McGregor vs. Poirier. Um, the motivated McGregor, I guess, is very dangerous, and he looks like he's very motivated. But you know, it's a fight, so anything can happen. You know, that sounds. What
2: like, a terrible
1: bad breakdown! Did you still want to pick a side?
3: I feel
1: t- <laughs> you, feeling, Steve. It's tough.
3: Here to talk about calm by revive. Uh, it's a great product, honestly. Uh, I take it during a day, especially on my road trips. You know, helps with uh, you know, physical improvement, uh, my mental, my mental game. Helps me, i Just get out throughout the day, helps with all my moods and all that stuff. And uh, honestly, See,
2: some of them are just yeah. a little different. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah it's Maybe up. that's just the way he talks, man.
1: Yeah, I don't, I don't know.
2: We'll do one He's more, you good? War-
1: yeah, give me one more. He's <laughs> been some fucking wars. I love mm-hmm. him with the mustache. we yeah,
3: gonna talk about the biggest thing to overcome. I think for yourself trying to conquer your goal i think just having the same motivation day in and day out i think that if you have that it's gonna help a lot you know because there's days where you don't want to get up there's days where you're sore there's days where you're tired i think you just have the same mindset knowing you got something to accomplish task at hand and get a lot done
2: yep <laughs> it's back
1: and forth ah yeah i don't know mm-hmm. i think it's unfair to be like yo CT. E. i mean he's had some punishment you know
2: well, there you go. And what do you think, Jen? I honestly, I don't know if that's just the way he talks because in some interviews, he's okay. Or better, way better.
1: You know what? Let's, we'll, and we'll, we'll get off it after uh-huh. this. Go to one of his first interviews. Go, go First interviews? Yeah, go UFC, Steve Bay, first interview or some shit like that. Uh,
2: seven years ago. Click on it. This help. what's up my man how are
3: you bud yes I can uh how much training do you do uh usually twice a day uh Monday through Friday sometimes three depending um but mostly about twice a day uh once one big day on Saturday actually twice on Saturday now so. when you when you train twice a day how long are you training for each time man, what a terrible hour interview an boy. hour and a half yeah
2: what do you do for a living? I mean, do you, do you do this exclusively or do you have another job that you make a living And Rover's for? a big so one. Firefighter. So you're a firefighter. So you make a, a decent
0: living doing that, I guess.
3: You have a, the kind of schedule where you're able to still pick de- my schedule months in advance. Yeah. And uh, I, a lot of guys at the station are awesome. You know, if I need to trade, if I'm going out of town for some training or a guy's coming in, I, I can trade shifts and stuff. Yeah, like because
0: that. they don't want you to kick their it's ass, better. So of course.
3: Sounds a little bit better. Yeah. A little
2: clearer. He does, he does have does, that thing does, on his does, tongue, though. Yeah. He just has like an enlarged tongue. <laughs> you know those people that have enlarged tongues? Yeah, yeah. I had a professor that had one. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, let's not do that, professor. I don't know. I don't see it. You know, I think the, the, the X factor is not CT. I think the X factor is uh, age. Age and yeah. injuries.
2: But you know, CPA is always underrated and disrespected. I have to be honest. I do see Francis just landing a a oh, big Hail shot Mary, early, yeah,
1: mm-hmm. yeah, I, I, yeah. I can see that. That's fine. And the automakers would side with you with yeah. that, because you know Francis, this new guy's gotten better. All right, he's still just fucking starching dudes. We haven't mm-hmm. seen much. I'm obsessed with these, by the way. The Starbucks triple shot, zero sugar. Mm. You ever had one of those, Jim? Nope. Fucking light your ass up, dog. What <laughs> I don't she- want.
2: I don't want that much caffeine. You don't
1: get lit up? No.
2: I have to drink two of them in one day, and I <laughs> shit my pants. What do you got? All right, so this is from the, uh, This Weekend's Fight. This girl, Ju- Julia Stoliorenko, she fainted twice on the scale. She actually made the weight, but uh-huh. fainted twice. So that this is the first one. I mean, it's a bad faint, too. Hold on. Hold on. I know. Pause it. I know what you're saying. to Does she pass out and they put her back on there?
1: Yeah. Oh, this is
2: great. Let me see. It I mean, not, I don't know if they did it right away, but then did they did get her like, back on there. Yeah, oh they get her back on. This, is, this she, is again? This is the second one. No, no. She's good. She's
1: good, man. Holy fuck. Gee, oh, yeah, my man, she's kinda like God. Almost soldiering,
2: Yeah. Did I can't the, believe they did that. Did
1: the first time she passed out not
2: sell it for you? I that know. She's not doing well, you fucking idiots. And they didn't even catch her. They waited until she like, stumbled and fell, and then they ran toward her.
1: The uh, Ariel put, I asked, what's mm-hmm. I've asked why she was allowed to weigh in again after the fate in the first. That's where I'm at. Mm-hmm. That first one, it wasn't like, oh, uh, maybe she's not doing well. Like, ah, give, her, give her a little water. Let's get her back on there, man. Jesus Christ. Doesn't make sense. That's terrible. Ooh, that's tough. You know, on the What's Happening with Brendan Chobb, episode three available now, someone asked about weight cutting the issues, people missing weight. This is the issue. Now it's becoming a problem. Because right now, I went, well, are we just bound down the exception or, or, or do we have a weight issue as far as fighters cutting weight? I mean, it seems to happen more frequently these days, right? Yeah, and then this is it just gets worse. That's bad. <laughs> yeah. I, if, if Listen, if someone faints on a fucking scale, they can't fight, man. <laughs> don't put them back on the scale. No, don't, don't, don't slap them and then fucking raise them back up there. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. That's a bad look.
2: Uh, so her reasoning, she says she feels great and she wants to <laughs> fight afterwards. Her reason was she, wait, she cut weight way too early. So she was just waiting as she's, you know, completely dehydrated uh-huh. and on weight. Yeah. We can't have that. I know that poor girl though,
1: all that training
2: camp, all the weight cut. And then that, yep. Very bad look.
1: I mean, for them to wake her up, <laughs> the scale's just And not brutal. catch her in
2: time, too. That's another yeah, thing. Yeah, just all of it's brutal. Okay, so this girl, Monsterat Ruiz, who beat Cheyenne Bayes. Uh, apparently, Cheyenne's saying that she spit in her face. I don't know if you saw the end of the fight where Cheyenne, they pulled them off each other and Cheyenne tried to punch her in the stomach. I'll show you real quick. That one you. You. She goes, I'll follow you home, bitch, and then I'll show you the spitting part. Oh, it does look like she spit in her face. But then this girl denies it. So that girl denies it. Cheyenne says that it did happen, that she spit in her face.
1: Yikes. Super disrespectful. Yeah. Run it back. back.
2: (laughs) Okay, the biggest news is, even though it's not even
1: news. (laughs) I mean, finally, finally, the breakup's official. Daniel, get off his nuts. Let this man move on with his life. He was like, no, nah, I'm done. Daniel's like, no, nah, you're not done, man. He's going to come back. Kiri's like, no, seriously, I'm I fucking done. Like, no, we're going to see what happens. I we're not going to do a vacant belt. Kiri's like, I can't emphasize enough. I'm done. And then Daniel's like, well, I flew out there met with him. And, you know, he said he's done, but he wasn't like, I'm done, done. <laughs> I'm like, dude, leave this man alone. Uh uh-huh. 29-0 it is. He's officially retired. It was incredible to watch your work at Team Khabib. Thank you for everything, and enjoy whatever is next, my friend. Is it weird the way they treat Khabib, and then JDS retires, and they
2: just they're like, "Get the oh, fuck yeah. out of here." JDS is a weird one. I'll have that in a little bit, but yeah. So now that this happened, so the, the uh, there's a vacant belt that Michael Chandler and Charles Oliveira are going to fight Before for.
1: Before you go, this go back. I gotta see uh, fucking uh, Akamoto's comment. Would have loved to see this man compete another 10 years, honestly, but happy to see an all-time great guy on top, and he's clearly already happy in retirement. Congrats,
2: Khabib. Why? Nothing. The 10 years part? Nothing. All right. All righty.
1: He's like, you're the best, Dana. Thanks <laughs> for letting him retire. Oh, I <laughs>
2: I get it. They're so just all on his nuts. Yeah. Oh,
1: it's good to be independent.
2: Uh What's this? And this is once again, Brett Okamoto breaking news in his room. But Chandler and Olivera. Hey, Oliveira.
1: poor, poor Ariel. Uh, Hey, Brett, you want some news? I know.
2: He's not going to get the first Ariel's tips. like,
1: what? I, fuck. Uh, so, yeah, Khabib officially retired about God to tempt Michael Chandler versus Charles Oliveira for the title. Yeah, what do you I think I love seeing that? this. I love seeing this. And people are like, oh, what about Dustin? He deserves it. Ah, you don't think they came to Dustin before this? I, I would imagine what happened. I haven't talked to Dustin. I'll text him later. But I would imagine, them like, hey, we're going to do a title. Do you want to fight Michael Chandler? Remember, he didn't want to fight Michael Chandler. Remember, he goes, I'd rather sit out than fight Michael Chandler. Don't get the disrespect. I don't get why you wouldn't want to fight a great competitor, Michael Chandler. Whatever. So if UFC is like, all right, we can either fight Michael Chandler for a title or you can rematch Connor, which you guys are kind of already agreed to, ah. for a payday. Yeah. Because either way, poor a wants the payday. So Poirier was like, I'll, I'll stick with Connor. I'll make more fighting Connor Conor than I would fighting uh, Chandler, even if I won the title. So if you're Dustin Poirier's team, like, here's the plan. Let these two fight. You'll fight the winner of this because we're assuming you beat Connor. So let's get the big payday in Connor and then get the payday against Chandler because I do think Chandler should be a sizable favorite in this matchup. I think it's a, a night out of all the guys, out of all the guys, to give Charles Oliveira, there can be a worse matchup for him than Michael Chandler. I do think Michael Chandler's going to be your champ at 155. I do think is going to have to fight him, and it's a tough fucking matchup, man, for anybody. Now, if it, if I was Scrooge McDuck and could make these matchups, I would have done Chandler versus Gaethje just for pure Same. entertainment. Yeah. But as far as someone who deserves it, he's a little bit like Leon Edwards. If we're talking numbers and deserves, it's Charles Oliveira. If we're talking straight up, fireworks we want just engaging but it's tough to give a guy they've done before it was tough to give a guy a title shot coming off a loss so Chandler just need i mean uh gates just needs one win he's right back in the mix but listen there's five guys who are one fight away from fight for the title so we're gonna get all the fights you want to see this makes more most sense oliver is so deserving of it chandler's deserving of it remember remember before you hate on this matchup. They offered all the guys that you want to see fight for the title a fight against Chandler, and they all declined it. So they went, all right, fuck it. Here's the title, Charles versus Chandler. Mm -hmm. Sign me up, man. Great fight for Chandler. Chandler most likely will be your champion at 155. And then Poirier most likely will be Connor. Then you get Poirier
2: versus Chandler. That's a big fight. Yeah. Uh, Interestingly enough, Justin Gaethje said that he was actually kind of booked with Chandler, and then he found out later on that it was not happening.
1: I woke up yesterday to train for a matchup with Chandler on May fifteenth. Expecting a battle agreement at any moment today. This is not the case. I don't know what to do yet, but I like, but I, but I like this feeling. Mm-hmm. It was a good. I think you've just fucked up. I don't know what to do yet, but I like this feeling. It was a good day at sparring practice. Maybe just getting back and training really well. I don't know. Let's play episode two of Is It CT or Not? <laughs> no, I don't. I like this feeling. I don't know what to do yet, but I don't. It should be I don't know what to do yet, but I don't like this feeling. Being left on in the unknown, you had a matchup. The is chucking and jiving, man. And also, they didn't know that uh, Khabib was going to officially retire. They're all up on his nuts trying to get him to come out of retirement. He stuck to his fucking... Ground and was like, I'm retired. Move on. They're like, all right, we'll move on. He said he never contemplated coming. Never. Back. Yeah. I'm telling. I told you this. Yep, man. you did. Leave the guy alone. So now you get, you know. Then they're like, all right, well, we can't give a Justin a title coming off a loss, and Charles Oliveira is the most worthy of a title. Challenge coming off a big win. Pore does doesn't want to take the fight. He wants to fight Connor. What makes the most sense? Charles Chandler. Mm-hmm. That's how it went down. Pretty simple to fucking yeah. figure out, man. They'll find someone else for Justin. <laughs> the weird thing is, I you know, you got Ferguson. Obviously, him and Justin fought. You got Ferguson fighting
2: uh, Daruush, Dariush, which is a great fight. Mm-hmm. But interesting. Yeah. Uh, and surprisingly, Oliveira is actually a little bit ahead of Ooh, I would, Chandler. I would, dude, I'm, I'm
1: telling I'm tellin you guys. I don't challenge my boy. I sound biased. I'm fucking telling you guys. This is a nightmare of a matchup for Charles Oliveira. Bet now before that line changes. Mm. Go to DraftKings.com, promo code SHOB, (laughs) and bet Michael Chandler to beat Charles Oliveira. Straight up, son. He's plus 135.
2: You bet 100, you win 135. Bet now. Bet big. Boom! All right, we covered that, and this is another big news. TJ TJ Dillashaw coming back, and he's going to fight your boy Corey Sanhig. I
1: love that fight. This is great because they used to train together. I told you even before Corey's in the UFC, my boys, my old coach was calling me like, "Dude, TJ got kind of fucked up today." I'm like, "By who?" He's like, you remember Corey? I'm like, "Young Corey," because remember he was fucking sixteen when he came into high mm-hmm. altitude. Like, yeah, dude, Corey's a beast. Corey's a beast. Wait till you see what he does when he gets to the UFC. Show sure enough. Here we are. Because, they've again, they've trained together. And I heard it didn't go well for TJ. Because Corey didn't like how TJ would bully everybody and go so hard and knock guys out. So then they're like, oh, you want to do that? And tossing Corey and Corey give him all he could handle. That's Sick. what I heard. That's a great fucking matchup. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no one got more fucked over than that Peter Jan Sterling fight than Corey. Now you got to fight this monster and TJ Gillishaw coming off a long layoff.
2: Great fight. Yeah, big name too, so that's good. Uh, Cody Garbrandt versus Rob Font. Oh, that's the best matchup I've heard all year.
1: Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ! Wow, yep. what a fucking fight, dude! Fight night, hands on, second. hands on, hands, all hands on dick. That is a great <laughs> fight, dude. Boxing, boxing, boxing. Rob Font, fancy himself the best boxer in the division. Cody Garbrandt hits like a fucking Mack truck. Oh, my God. That's a fight. Mm-hmm. Great fucking fight. That might be the best matchup they've done yet.
2: That is six, phenomenal.
1: Sure. Phenomenal fucking fight.
2: Yep. New England cartel.
1: Shout out to New England cartel. Shout out to the <clears throat> Winter Hill Gang. I know they don't like what I call them the Winter Hill
2: Gang, but fucking take it. Take it. Um, this is kind of a bummer, but also cool. So Paul Kostak was supposed to fight Robert Whittaker, but apparently he had, you know, residual effects from COVID and they also got the flu afterwards. So he's not in a good, in a good spot. Paul Costa was, yeah.
1: Uh, is he still drinking wine?
2: <laughs> most likely. That was
1: the most hilarious reason why he lost. I love it.
2: Yeah, no, it's lame. But then, uh, yeah, so Whitaker versus Gaslam, which should have happened before, is finally going to happen.
1: Yeah, I love this fight. Mm-hmm. Absolutely love this fight. I don't think the winner of this should fight Izzy. I want the winner of Vittori versus Darren, Hit- Darren Till to fight for the title. But who knows what they're going to do mm-hmm. with these two. Yeah. If, if, like, Whitaker gets a highlight real KO,
2: if Kelvin gets a highlight KO, they'll probably get the jump on it. Great fight, though. Great fight. Uh, another big news, Masvidal Usman 2 for UFC 261. Money play, yeah. Yeah, and also. Money big, play written all over it. The first time that uh, they're going to have full capacity crowd yes. in Florida. Jacksonville? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes, queen. I
1: love it. Yeah, this is a straight money play fight. Um, saw this went down before. Usman's just a bit of a nightmare for Mosadol, even on a full training camp. I just don't know how you get it done unless you want to bet on you know the the flying knee or some shit like that at uh, the start of one of the five rounds. But outside that, it's gonna be tough to beat Usman, man. He's
2: so fucking good. Another guy doesn't get much respect. Yeah, true that. Um, you remember Courtney Hendo? We talked about him last episode. That's my guy. Yep, you guy. Uh, I he, spoke to him last week. Oh, sweet. So he put out a video thanking you know, you and the show and everything. Uh, I guess he's not homeless anymore. He's doing good. Well, I text <laughs> him. I go, dude, you're fucking homeless. He goes, no, man.
1: He goes, I don't know why that narrative is out there. He goes, I was uh-huh. a while ago. Two something years ago. Yeah, made. he's like a while ago. He's like, no, I have my production studios, man. I'm own studio in San Diego. Quit saying I'm homeless. Like, bitch, I didn't say you're homeless. <laughs> People are telling me you're homeless. Why wouldn't you call me? You know, goddamn well, I'd make sure you're not homeless, man. You're my friend. You think I'd let you live on the streets?
2: Um, uh, so let me play this real quick. It's only a minute fifty one.
0: What's up you guys? It's Courtney here, man. I just want to say I appreciate you guys for showing all the love and support. My DMs is going crazy, fooled right now with all the love and support, you know. Um, Brandon Shaw. I just wanna say thank you guys for below the belt and you know, for featuring this story on your on your platform, shining some light, you know, uh, on this on this crazy story. Um just wanna address a couple of things that <laughs> I'm not homeless anymore. This happened like two years ago. <laughs> He's
1: like, I'm not so homeless, dude. a long dude. time ago, you know. Quit so saying
0: that. When I was blackballed from uh, MMA by Hans Kemp, um yeah, I had to sell everything and use all my money to open up the studio to provide some type of source of income for my family. But now, you know, yeah, in the beginning it was rough. You know, we were homeless sleeping in the studio, but now I'm good. Everything's good with the, with the studio. We're about to expand to another location, you know, so – i don't uh, a lot of people want to send me money and support me and everything like that but dude, we don't need any handouts so we don't need your money but uh, one thing we do is need your support maybe share the story to other people to create awareness that's the only thing i need i don't need anything else man but i really appreciate you guys you know so um i just want to come here and address a couple of things like like i said like definitely not homeless anymore the business about to expand <laughs> to another location you want to make sure you I know he's homeless not homeless. over here you know so it is embarrassing like i really appreciate you guys support man everybody's Everybody's supporting. I didn't, I didn't expect this. You know, like I said, my mission is to help the fighters, you know, create awareness. He's
1: such that's a great mission. dude.
0: I don't need anything in, in the back end. I don't need no money for this. I don't need no fame, anything. Like I said, my goal is to help these fighters because I know they can't say anything, you know. So that's what it is. Like I said, I appreciate you guys. I appreciate, appreciate uh, Brandon Schaub, uh, Chin, below the belt for you. Ooh, Chin no,
1: got a Brandon, shout out.
0: Putting this story on your platform. To create that awareness. Appreciate you guys. Have a good day. Thank you.
1: The thing you. I want to make it clear I'm not homeless. <laughs> I'm sorry, like dude. Times. I, when I found
2: out you're homeless, I'm like, what the fuck? Um, yeah, that's true. People yeah. think you're homeless. That sucks. Yeah,
1: it's, yeah. it's be a, it's be tough to book any gigs if yeah. people think you're it, li- living on the streets. Uh, I love Hendo Court. He's great, man. Absolutely love Court. Such a good dude. So fucking talented. Uh, follow everything that he does. Me and him are gonna try and get together, to collab on some stuff. He's such a gifted dude, um, you know. He, he's coming out now, and he said he's like, "You're gonna see a lot more fighters popping up supporting Hans." He's like, "Cause they want to keep that check." Yeah. Then. He's like, "So you're gonna see a lot of that he's rampage." Like, he's like, "I'll call it." You know, yep. you're gonna see a lot of guys who just want to make sure they still get their paycheck defending him. Yeah, makes sense. You know, I think for Hans, listen, Hans isn't a bad person. Hans not an evil person. Maybe Hans got a little power drunk and I think Hans can learn from this. Hopefully they don't fire him and he learns that you can't conduct business like that. You just can't, man. You know? He's not a bad person. Hopefully he learns from this and grows, you know? Because uh-huh. he is he he's good for the fighters. You know, he ma- he makes him do those lame posts and stuff. If you get rid of that and he's just the liaison between the UFC and the fighters to get sponsorship for Monster, just do that. That would make sense. Yeah, quit with all the posting <laughs> yeah. and yeah. wheel kicking water bottles like there's nothing worse when you sign a deal with someone. Trust me, I've been through this. And they want to be famous. Uh-huh. They want to be in your podcast. They, dude, why can't I be on food trucks? What are you talking yeah. about, dude? What are you talking about? You're responsible for endorsements for the fighters. Why in the fuck do you want to be famous? Yeah. There's nothing worse. It's kind of gross. It happens all the time, mind you, all the time. I'll sign deals. And I'm like, well, I don't get why I can't be on food trucks you? What? I know some of the stories.
2: I know. You sell a product, dude. Why would I have you on? Yeah. People are fame hungry. Yes. All right, moving on from this. Henry Cejudo says he wants to fight Max Holloway. He's coming out of retirement? Well, I mean, he says he's out of retirement, but... I'd love to see him fight retirement. That'd
1: be a fun fight. That'd be crazy. Fight. That'd be a great fight.
2: I haven't heard anything from Holloway since, but yeah, that's what... So who don't wants?
1: Well, now it makes more sense if they want to do this super fight because, listen, Volkanovski with those Australian COVID rules, he's going to be quarantined for a while. He's going to be out. You know, you're talking months before yeah. they rescheduled that thing. So Max is supposed to fight the winner of that. He's It's kind of, you know, it, it's this trickle-down effect. You saw what happened with Al Jermaine and Peter Jan, you know, and obviously Corey Sandhagen's fucked down. He has to fight this monster TJ Dillashaw instead of fighting for a title. So uh, <laughs> sorry. Same thing with Max. If Max wants a long rest, you're going to get it. But if you want to stay active, you got a GOAT over there in, uh Henry Cejudo, which I love that matchup for Max. That ain't an easy fight for Henry. <sighs> no.
2: It'd be insane to see them in the octagon together. Yeah, it'd be cool. Max is mm-hmm. so much taller. Yep. Okay. This is Mike Tyson says that his next boxing match will Likely take place in Miami in May. May Damn, 29th or 31st. Did you say, is it against Holyfield? So, th- originally it was a Holyfield. And then this, they're skeptical that, oh, they're, they're thinking it's still Holyfield, but then Holyfield came out recently and said that their, their deal fell apart. Huh. Yeah. I guess Mike, Mike Tyson wants way too much of the money. Yeah, he was the, the lion's share of it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and also after this, someone else came out of... <laughs> James so, Tony. No. Is it asking would, for that fight. That'd be fun. Mm-hmm. and then he put this on his Instagram if you're into this stuff it'd be fun It takes a second here that's it no it actually plays but then it's it my, like like dancing long. yeah it's basically him dancing in a in he skirt. skirt.
1: Is this an old video?
2: Because Mike Tyson likes old. Great yeah, That's song. a good point. Um, but that was with uh, Wayne Brady. It's like uh, a skit. Oh, oh, gotcha. Yeah. All right. So I don't know if that's going to happen, but there's potential there. And then also, this is just rumors, but I saw this. Julio Cesar, Julio Cesar Travis Jr. to fight Anderson Silva in a boxing match in June
1: yeah i know can't talk too much about it but i have a very famous friend who is into celebrity boxing and uh, asked me goes what do you think of me fighting anderson silva and i was like anderson's into that stuff now he goes yeah his teams search around for those big paydays in the celebrity boxing stuff so so it could potentially be true it's true for sure oh shit! yeah he wants the now my friend's not Julio Caesar Chavez at, in any facet. He's not that talented of a boxer, but he's a huge fucking star. Yeah. So it sounds like that's what Anderson wants to do. Interesting. I don't know if I think Anderson gets <laughs> beat the fuck up by Chavez. I oh, watch I it no though. Idea. It's interesting, right? Mm. We're in such a weird world in this fight world where they're mixing the celebrities and real MMA guys and real boxers and
2: and they're doing well. Money, yeah, yes, they're doing actually really well. So remember we talked about um, Matt, Sarah, and Aljamain Sterling.
1: Yeah,
2: uh, Matt posted this.
3: Okay, so people have been giving
1: Aljamain Sterling uh, a lot of hate. Um, one because of the knee, and two because they think he fucking. Me and him have some beef or something like that. It's true. I'm stepping away from cornering for now. I ain't cornering for about a while. I'm, I'm spending time with the family, not going away. But myself and the Funkmaster are always going to be cool. Let them know that we love each other. Okay? We love each other. Come on, man. <laughs> always, I'm going to help them defend this belt.
3: Come on, man. I just don't throw it on some boxes. Pick that thing up. It's beautiful. All right. I'm going to help him defend this first. Pity We're always cool. Pity He's coming for you, buddy.
1: <laughs> That's a great video.
2: Mm-hmm. I love both those guys. Yeah. Okay. Kamaru Usman will be in Francis Ngannou's corner Tell him what the wrestling. Interesting. Mm-hmm.
1: Hey, you're 170 pounds, right? Can you help me with my wrestling?
2: <laughs> he's a beast, though. Just
1: a different type of wrestling, though, man. Yeah. But makes sense.
2: Mm-hmm. And Kevin actually showed me this Instagram post of John Jones at 245 pounds, throwing hands. Hold on.
1: That boy's thick.
3: Yeesh. Oh.
1: Yeah. So you're crazy. You don't think you'd beat Francis or Stipe. Crazy. He's a nightmare for a matchup. Nightmare. Does everything better than both of those two. Unfortunately, if you're not a John Jones fan, you're going to see him for a long time. <coughs> All righty. His IQ's too high to get hit and knocked out by Francis early. He'll just take him down. I mean, it's, it's- and mop the floor with
2: him. Once he gets bigger too, it'd be really cool to see him I there. Two,
1: we're gonna good at five. Any bigger, and get slower, and it's gonna be a problem. Then you'd be more susceptible to get hit.
2: Mm. Uh, what do you think of this, Craig Jones and Gabby Garcia verbally agreeing to grappling match? <sighs>
1: uh, all right. She's how, how's, is is
2: you saw testing? Tra- oh, definitely not. All right. And She's then so big. So big and jacked, like actually ripped and jacked. Yes. Uh, this is big news. Gordon Ryan signed with one championship. This just came out.
1: Sick. I'm mm-hmm. a Gordon Ryan fan. Remember when he slapped, slapped that homeboy? Yeah. That'd be good. Yeah. Good
2: place to start too. Definitely. Um, this, I didn't even know there was a BKFC this past weekend and under yeah, Garcia won and yeah. then he retired. Good for him, yeah. man leonard garcia is one of my favorite people because
1: when i was fighting and all the guys used to drive to uh jackson's leonard garcia would let us stay at his house so we didn't book a hotel we stayed with leonard and cowboy cowboy and leonard are best friends i don't know if people know that Mm -hmm. they came up together so they had this house and they had atvs and they'd let us stay there and play video games and just it was the best man it was it was like a frat fight house you know how there's like the hype TikTok fuckboy house? That was like this. It was the CTE house. All fighters. It was so fun. So fun. Leonard's one of my favorite people. I hope he's doing well.
2: Well, that's good that he retired off of a win. So that's yeah, cool. that's great. Let's go to this I found very interesting. For the Ben Asker and Jake Paul fight, Justin Bieber's going to perform there, as well as Doja Cat, Saweetie, Diplo, and Major Lazer.
1: God damn. That's Big ass names, yeah. Yeah, that's great, man.
2: Mm-hmm. Interesting. They're going
1: hardcore. What, Bieber? I mean, could he get any bigger than Bieber performing? I'll tell you what, if I ever got into celebrity boxing, uh heavy on the boxing, not so much celebrity, um, I would want BTS to perform. <laughs> <laughs> I want want those views, bro.
2: Yeah, for sure.
1: That's what I want. And I'll just market BTS and then be like, and also Brent Job fighting the rug. Some shit like that. That'd be sick.
2: I wonder how much they would charge. Insane. Can't be cheap. No. But probably worth it. Definitely. All right. I think that's it for current events. What's weird is they don't have a crowd there,
1: though. You'll hear Ben break down the fight on this week's Food Truck Diary. There's no fight there. No crowds? No crowds. Sorry. Yeah, no crowd. Jesus. That's interesting, huh? Yeah,
2: because it's such a huge event
1: with all these celebrities. You got to rent out that giant arena? Like, that can't be cheap. I feel like we could have saved some money there. Yeah. What do I know, though?
2: Or just go somewhere else where you can have crowds. I don't know. Yeah,
1: do it in fucking Florida, dude.
2: I guess this is the last one. Luke Rockhold said that uh, Khabib wants to coach him. That's cool. as coolers come out. I
1: think Khabib's a great fucking coach. Mm -hmm. That'd be a good thing, having him in your corner. He knows the show. How about he was live streaming the Kevin Hall and Derek Brunson? That's what he was doing
2: with his phone? (laughs) Yeah.
1: From his IG stories. Oh, my God. You go to like, see, live streaming? Dana's all, dude, what what the (laughs) fuck? Don't you know we're trying to crack down on this?
2: That's funny. Yeah, that's pretty much it. You already talked about the fights. Cool, man. Mm -hmm.
1: That's it, kids. UFC 260 this weekend. Stipe versus Francis. I'm so curious about this fight. I'm excited for it. Uh, there's nothing like a heavyweight title fight, man. Nothing like it. I'm so excited. I hate the disrespect for Bay. I hate the assumption that France has gotten better. You don't know what you're talking about. We have no fucking clue. We don't know what is coming in there. We don't know what France is coming in there. But I would bet on Stepe's fighter's heart uh, and mindset. But again, you don't know. We have no fucking clue. I like the over-under. If you're, if you're siding with either guy for your best odds, go to DraftKings promo code Shop to bet on that and have a special parlay for you guys. Um, yeah, I have a three-man parlay. We can make some banks. So we'll see what happens there. Uh, I'm off to Miami this week. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, I'll be in Miami, Florida at the Miami Improv. Um, so get tickets to F-A-T-K-Z, Dot com. The St. Patrick's Day Thick Boy sale is officially over, and we have all new gear coming for you, some dope shit that I have custom curated myself. I'm so stoked about it. So, uh, yeah, the sale's over, though, for uh, St. Patrick's Day. But thanks for everyone making that a success. Anything you need Thick Boy wise, go to ThickBoy.com. Uh, and we just added Austin to the, to the tour schedule, man. So Austin is April 22nd through the 24th at the Vulcan Gas Theater. Uh, I think it's right off the 6th Street there in Austin, Texas. So that's April 22 through April 24th. Get your motherfucking tickets, Texas. Austin, Texas, April 22nd through the 24th. Tickets just went on sale. Tickets at FATKZ.com. But Miami is this week, so I'll be tanning these buns in Miami this week, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. That's it, kids. Love you. Have fun. Be safe. Watch the fights. Stay thick. I'm out.
0: On holiday, there's nothing like doing nothing. As an Expedia member, you can save up to 30% when you add a hotel to your flight, so you can go out there with great ambition to do absolutely nothing for less. Expedia. Made to travel.